Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Okay, we're very honoured today to have Donna Fisk come into the studio with us to talk about a few things, but in particular, one new song that has uh, just been released. Honoured. Gee, I'm honoured to get honoured to be on your show, John. Thank you for having me. Oh, that's all right. I've been following you for a while, mainly because you did a great footy song back in 1998. And you collect footy songs. I do. Well, I've got that CD, the actual hard copy, at home, which I'll post to you. Oh, that'd be great. I believe you've only got it on 20, 20 great footy hits, the CD. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, let's find out a bit about you first, because when I looked at uh, you know, all, all your sites... There's not big biographies. <laughs> All the platforms. You talk about your career, mm-hmm. but not so much about you. Don't I? Oh, so it's going to get M to. to... <laughs> no, I, I, I can to... I can talk about me all day, but I, I get a bit sick of it actually. No. So, hi, M. Hi, hi. No, well, I have, do have to agree. I was doing a bit of research just so I could. Yeah, see, see who you are, where you're from. They've done no Wikipedia on me. They've got one of my dad, my dad Gene Bradley Fisk, because he's a big star. You know, he was on radio and called recording artist, but. Um, I am mentioned in his wiki, wiki but oh, I think you need <laughs> your own page. If we get that wiki pretty... guy out of jail, maybe I'll talk to him. Yeah. That oh, that's not the same guy, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I found a wonderful performance of yours on the Mangrook Footy Show. That was oh, yeah. great. I love watching that. But, yeah, just um, would love to know more about you and where you grew up and sure. if you had a footy team. There's, that you, there you is going to be um, more stuff online, but because of streaming and uh, trying to capitalise and they call it monetizing, yes. groovy word, yep. um, everything's been pulled down for when the actual recordings come out. So I've just about got all my catalogue ready to go up because I've got heaps of catalogue from my past career um, going way back and even the footy song, the original footy song's way back. Um, you want to know my favourite footy team? Well, it's complicated because everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got six brothers and sisters one barracks for Hawthorne, that's my sister. Two barracks for Carlton, one barracks for Richmond. And how many is that? I think that's all of the, yeah, one can't barrack, but that's another story. Um, and my dad barracks for Collingwood. Then my mum barracks for Geelong. How does that all happen? Like, so, there well, seems to be no consistency there I, at all. <laughs> Geelong is my soft spot, I've got to say. Um, yeah, because I, I come from Geelong. That's where I originated, from Geelong. I was born in Geelong. And, I don't know, Dad was ca- uh, Collingwood. And so I'm sort of Geelong, Carlton and a bit of Collingwood. Better say that for Eddie Maguire if he's listening because he played my record. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where so that goes. So back in 1998, you were a duet with Michael mm. Cristiano. Well, who yeah. Who dropped the O for a Yeah, period. we occasionally, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, yeah he dropped the uh, his actual name is Michael Cristiano and in fact he's just kicking goals big time at the moment. But um, he he always produces my vocals and I went I did go to Nashville and do vocals, but I did a lot of the vocals here pre record vocals too for my recent album. But Michael and I were a duo for about ten years and we still work together on the odd occasion. We write. And uh, he helps record my vocal because I think he knows me the best. But he's just been um, teamed up with Ambition, uh, Ambition Music, I think it's called, 
as their main producer and they've got um, a lot of big artists, a lot of uh, uh, classical artists and he produces them and he's done the, he produced The Seekers, he produced the live record recently for Russell Morris who's just done a big show, mm. sell-out shows with a big orchestra. Um, he's doing fine and, and while we were a duo together, um, we were doing a show and the head of Channel 7 was there and he uh, he rang. We were in the studio recording and all of a sudden the phone rang and it was them and I actually thought they were joking. We said, yeah, we'll ring you back. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> they were serious. They wanted uh, me to sing a football song for them. Now, as it would be, the football song that they wanted me to do, which was based on um, the American... Uh, football, Monday Night Football, which had Hank Williams Jr. So it was a country-flavoured thing. And um, they liked that idea. and But they couldn't get the rights to the song without paying multiple amounts of money. So I just opened my mouth one day when I was talking to the head guy at Channel 7 and said, hey, what if we write you one? We'll have it there at 9 o'clock the next morning. (laughs) What? I was oh, well. (laughs) Those opportunities don't come very often. You don't want them to change their mind and think, oh, no, no, maybe we'll just forget the whole idea. So we went in with a song. We wrote it that afternoon and um, they just loved it and it was the flavour they wanted. And um, then we were appearing in it and singing it and um, ended up doing the grand final in 98. And um, so that's the story behind that. Well, it's a kick-ass song. It was yeah. called Rock and Footy. Rock and Footy if was the original song. remember it from Channel 7 yeah. every well, week. It used to be called Rock the G, Rock this, because oh, okay. every um, it was on five nights a week for football and, and Saturday afternoons where they introduced the footy and every week we'd record the actual teams that were playing and we'd put that in the song. So if it might be, you know, Footscray and the Bombers, blah, 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 blah. And so... And then the grand final and then the finals and whoever was playing, we recorded that every week for Channel 7 to put yeah. to vision. So, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a good gig. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, and the reason why I loved it was because, as I mentioned earlier, um, of all the footy songs I collect, mm. it's pretty much the only one with a female vocal. Yeah, I don't know any others. So Libby Gore did a little CD with a couple of footy songs on it. Did on she? McFeast. Oh, okay. Uh, but they were novelty songs. One was about uh, God bless Edna Danaher, and oh. another one was. Uh, Is that yeah. an Australian artist? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elle McFeast, you remember from Tally? Oh, yes. Was her character? Yes, yes. The real yes, person, yes. Libby Gore. Yeah, fabulous. But yeah. she had another song called um, The Only Brunette at the Brownlow, oh. which is very funny. Anyway, no, yeah, but apart yeah. from her, that's it. Yeah, you're but, the only one with But a not a, like a real AFL. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is a revamped. I've done it in a sort of boot scooting country sort of style because that's sort of um, the flavour of what I want to, you know, keep in. Because I am a country singer, um, and then I think it was you that might have sparked it. But I was already uh, going to re-record the song. But then I, th- I think you said something about the female footy, and then I thought, oh, you know, and you know, they they really apparently they need some help, <laughs> and songs sell things well, I think. So oh yeah, um, and your songs, it's not overtly blokey, but there's a couple of lines that you probably had to look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Something about the big men fly. At yes, one point, and even rock and AFL. When I was playing it uh, over the radio, yeah. I'd, I'd have the mic on. Yeah. Rock and AFL. W. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rock and Footy went through a few changes. Like I did take all the, the references to that out and we were going to just do it with the new teams in it. 
Um, but then I said to Michael, my songwriting partner, no, I want to I wanna keep it really clean, not have anything about really say AFL because they might get upset. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also I, I wanted it to be neutral and um, I really wanted to pitch it for the female footy to give them a bit of a hand, you know, and hopefully they'll take it on. I'm working on that at the moment. <laughs> but I think it's it's perfect for them, you know, and, and, and the few people that have been working on it for me have said, you know, this is absolutely perfect to get people, you know, ready for football. So hopefully I've done my job and it might do that and I get a few plays. And you've inserted a sneaky reference to Tasmania in there? Yeah, well, as we were finishing it, you know, I thought, oh, come on, bring it, bring on Tassie. Oh, that's what I've got in the song. Um, you know, like, then I can, you know, put it in there. Because anything could happen in the next few years, I'll just keep changing it to suit <laughs> if I live long enough. <laughs> but we don't know what the team's called yet, so that's I true. just made it neutral so people can enjoy it. And I hope people just want to get their pies and, you know, their scarves on and, and sing along. And, and look, you know, I'm really a real Australian, you know, let's go Australia type person. So I think it's um, that, yeah, and Australian music suffering quite badly at the moment. But I hope that people will take um, our own songs on, you know, mm. because uh, there's plenty of great music, young people making great music, but they're struggling to get it out there. How about we play the song we've been talking about and then we'll come back and okay. uh, see what else you're doing at the moment. Cool. Could be an album coming out. <laughs> yeah. All right now, get your boots on, baby. Come on in, cause we've got it all. Don't 
All right, we're back. So that's that's the one. It's now called Rock the Country. Mentions all the AFL teams. I think AFLW that's teams. great, especially on the back of um, the Women's World Football World Cup, Soccer World Cup, depending on your – I think it's great to have – I think everyone – I think everyone, that's helped, don't you? Yeah. I think that's helped the, the, the rest of the thing. We've just got to see how it pans out in the next few weeks with the AFLW and – and uh, apparently they had some good crowds at the the local one that was just the first game, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went along last Friday to see the Girls D's. have got to support girls, yeah. see? Yeah. You know, yeah. Boys get out there and support boys. So girls, come on. Get yeah. out and go and watch the footy. Absolutely. Yeah, they're good Absolutely. at it too, the girls, aren't they? They're so good. Yeah. It's, now a few uh, quick-fire questions. Yeah, all sure. Over the place. Sure. So back in 1998, you played Sang at the Grand Final. Yep, yep, yep. So like a long time ago. <laughs> I'm oh, still alive. The Channel 7 gig, so I guess they yeah. were keen to get you on, you, yeah, you yeah, and, and yeah. Michael. Yeah. Uh, it was Adelaide versus North Melbourne on that day. That's right. And I believe Muhammad Ali was there. Did you Muhammad meet Muhammad? Ali, uh, no, but he was on the ground. That's close enough. Wasn't I think in that's the about as close room. as you get to it. But um, <laughs> if my brother was here, he'd be able to tell you all the stats. My brother Lloyd is a, is a, is an AFL stat guy, and he he can he can tell you who bought the oranges on the game in 1938. You know, like he's one of those guys, and it's it's like a party trick. It's incredible. He knows <laughs> all the scores. He knows who played, who who kicked so many goals, you name it. Just say, oh, 90-51, and off he goes. And I don't know why I transgressed to that. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, the, it, I didn't meet Muhammad Ali, but he was on the ground. And um, so I can sort of say I worked with Muhammad Ali. Can't yeah, I? I, I definitely <laughs> think absolutely. It was a pretty good day. I mean, it was, it was a day uh, we were totally blessed. It was a sunny, beautiful day, about, I think about 24 degrees, no, no wind. And, um, About 98,000 people listening to you. Yeah, and that- as I hit the ground, like I touched the ground, the hallowed ground, and, you know, gave a little kiss. And, um, you know, people were yelling from the stands. This is the most electric um, thing, the MCG. It really is. There's something special there for sure. Was it the biggest crowd that you've Oh, to? yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, people were yelling my name from the riot. Like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> Donna. Yeah. Whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, just a bucket list moment. As a little girl, I always wanted to do it. So I can't believe how it came about, really. Well, they might invite you back. Who knows? Who knows? As we'll a see. kid, were you a sporty kid or was it all music and um, singing? Look, I, was, I wasn't too bad at sport. I could run and high jump, long jump. Um, but I wasn't a team sport person. I couldn't understand. I wasn't very competitive, and I'd go, oh, why are you so desperate to get the ball? Who cares, <laughs> you know? And the, I'd, I'd hide in the bushes, you know, and, and just till it was over. I wasn't. I was good at singular sports, but but I didn't like people getting all upset about getting the ball and stuff. You know, it was a bit scary. But um, but music, yeah. I used to by ten years old, I was running t- selling tickets and at school, and then. I'd um, run a dance at the local church hall, charge five cents to get in, make cordial and Vegemite sandwiches. Entrepreneur. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, and play records. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> – well, I, I grew up with my dad. My dad you know, organised gigs, did gigs. He was compared all the bands that came through town – in Bendigo, where's one of the radio stations? Because he was a DJ, um, he was also had a band. See, so and and he'd support people like Hush, um, uh, Sherbet, and uh, so you know bands come to now. ACDC, I saw one of their first shows, and my dad was comparing that show, and 
He thought he thought Angus was one of the school kids that had just, yes, shouldn't really. have been on stage. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I, I was right into music from the very word go. You know, I went with, to gigs with Dad, and um, and yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So just it was natural for me. People say, "When did you know you could sing?" and I didn't really think about it, to tell you the truth, till I got older and I thought I want to be better. That's when I started to think about it. I want to be better at singing. But before that, it was sort of a thing of, um, it was natural. That's You wrote songs and you sang and, and there wasn't any barriers. In terms of songwriting as well, mm. when, when did you start that and was that, did you develop that process? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I I wrote songs as an 11-year-old. I remember writing songs about my family. But Dad C wrote and, and recorded, and I I did my first recording with Dad, who was probably the first person to record in Bendigo, um, at a little studio there. Actually, we were talking about that before John. He he actually cut a record, which is somebody offered me four hundred dollars for this little single um, that he cut in Bendigo. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was about twelve, and I was doing backing vocals, and those songs where I was singing backing vocals on at about twelve. 13 years old, they're actually on Spotify on my dad's album, Fiscomania. It's pretty rough stuff, but um, it's there for posterity, you know. Did you say Fiscomania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah, my dad's, band, <laughs> my dad's band was Fiscomania because that was his nickname. He was on radio in Bendigo and, um, in the late 70s. And um, so, you know, he had bands around town and he was a bit of a celebrity you know, they don't have that now because radio is so syndicated. Um, they even had their own charts, you know. So. And what does he think of your career? Uh, well, you know, he's, in, he, my, he's he in my corner, like your parents are in your corner, you know. Yeah. And I'm lucky to have great parents and my dad's, you know, musical and he was always my mate, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think he said at one point, oh, don't know about the music business, but, you know, what can you do? That's what I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, I, I think he's he's always very supportive of it. He gets so excited because at the moment I've got a number five on the country charts. It went straight in in one week. Which song so, is that? Uh, it's called Mickey Newbury. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a song I wrote about um, the farmer. It's a bit from, sad. Oh, that's country music. That's country, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's country music. I was thinking you. about what other song we could play here, and I thought, oh, no, it's a bit sad. Yeah, there we go. We've got plenty so of I've up. got in mind uh, uh, Drunk On. Oh, Drunk this? On That. Yeah, well, drunk that went that. to number one, so yeah. in the country charts. So um, that when that song came to me, I was just – I didn't write that song. But, um, you know, because as a singer, I just want to find the best songs I can and – and songwriters, you know, they need to find people that are vehicles for their songs. But mm. this particular songwriter has now joined a band in uh, Nashville called Sister Sadie. But um, she tried it a solo career. And I just got this whole bunch of songs. All of a sudden, when I was looking for songs for the album, my producer sent me these songs. And I went, oh, these songs could have been written for me, you know. They were just fitted me so well. And that song really, I went, oh, this is it. This is a great song. So you've got a few balls in the air at the moment. So yeah. rock the country. And mm. uh, the new album is called Big? <laughs> no, no Big. I hope it gets no. big. <laughs> no, it's called B, B-E. And yeah, that's that, right. I knew it was B and it was a yeah, one-syllable word. I was sort of um, <laughs> with COVID and everything hanging on about releasing it. And um, B came to me 
through my producer. I'd already cut most the album, you know, and I said, I have to have that song. I love it. I love that song. That's, that's the song I've been looking for. Um, and sort of about meditation on just being <laughs> still. Is there's, it a bit of, <laughs> there's a bit of um in there, you know. Uh-huh. I yeah. love it. I like it, doing th- different things. But the songwriter who wrote that's such a redneck, you know. Wow. It's like, uh, you know, goes hunting and all those things that I despise. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's a good songwriter. <laughs> so B was a was – a, I, I just said I have to have that song. Finally parted with it and gave it to me. Beautiful. Have <laughs> uh, you got any gigs coming up that you want to let people um, know about? Well, I'm hoping someone will ask me. Um, <laughs> No, I've, I've, in October I'm going to the ta- uh, Tamworth, I was going to say no, the Tasmanian Independent Country Music Awards and I'm doing the Launceston show, that's in October, which is the 150th anniversary of the Launceston show and then um, sort of gearing up for Tamworth and figuring out what shows I'll do there for the Tamworth Country Music um, yeah, Festival in January. In January, yeah. yeah. That's I'll see if I go. If I get invited to do something. <laughs> I went last year and it's just terrific. It's just so good. It's massive now. And country music has grown so much. You know, the festivals, 25,000 at um, the CMC Rocks up in New South Wales and then Gympie I think was about the same. Camping and drinking beer and wearing cowboy boots and hats, you know. It's, it's fun. <laughs> Ideal time. <laughs> so, M, you can I ask you a question? Sure. You Tell can me ask about you. You um, you playing with the AFL Women's? Oh it? yeah, I was um, I was playing VFLW last year for the Western Bulldogs, which oh. was a really, um, really wonderful experience. Wow. Yeah. So I was under head coach um, Kirby Bentley, who's now at Essendon as yeah. an AFLW assistant yeah. Yeah. coach, who was absolutely wonderful. It was. Um, also, Debbie Lee met Debbie Lee as well, yeah. who I'm sure you'd be yeah. aware of as a big women's well, I think footy player. Foots, Footscray is one of the finest clubs, one of the friendliest mm. clubs, and I've worked for them on many occasions, and they're just just a lovely club, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I should talk to you about getting my niece into the uh, some more getting to know some more network, some more people to get into the W AFLW. Yeah, hey? well, I can <laughs> hopefully point point her in the right direction. It's been fortunate enough to meet a, a few nice people who I yeah. think would be able to help out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. my my brother Lloyd, who, who's the stats guy I spoke about, he is um, he was an AFL umpire, but he's now retired. But um, my sister's daughter, Lily, oh, shout out to Lily, she's getting looked at to play for the you know, AFLW and we're getting excited. That's awesome. Yeah, she got we'll best to... on ground. She won six, She kicked six goals and won the grand final for hey. the uh, – what's it? I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. No, sorry, proud auntie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Got us, please. i got to bring it up. And she's Willie's playing career. for – because it's just a team she was getting fit with. The Mustangs out at the Division 4. But apparently she's been asked to go up four divisions and I have – I have no idea what that means. Is that good? It's it's very good. Oh, good. It's great. <laughs> She's there looking she good. Is. There she. Oh, it's gone now. Oh, well, I'll get it back later. Yeah, get it back later. <laughs> oh, there she is. They did something oh, on that. Wow. The EFNL is that the uh, uh, Eastern. Eastern, Eastern Football, Football Netball, Netball League. League. There That'll she is. That's my. There she is. Isn't she gorgeous? Hey. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, she's well, a better looking part of the is family. Is she tall? Yes, five ten. Oh wow, yeah, 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 yeah. and growing and growing and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Well, Donna, yeah. thanks for coming in. <gasps> Thank you. Coming down for here to me. Fitzroy. Oh, did I talk too much? Probably. No. no. Well, no. That's what we want. That's what <laughs> we want from a guest. That's the whole point. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Yeah. Good on you. And uh, thanks for redoing the song. 
no which was worries. one of my favourite songs anyway. And yeah. now it's uh, I think it's worth giving it it's another. It's got a new bash, life. Right? I hope. Bit of fun, new yeah. life. We'll play I could a, get drunk on that. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll play it a few times over the next few weeks, but uh, but it's good to play it today. Mm. Where, as it's just been released. Yeah, hopefully they'll make a few pennies. I can buy a couple of bowls of wine. What do you reckon? Yeah, <laughs> if you share them with us. Yeah, so what sure are we going to play? We'll play one song to see us out. Drunk on that. Sounds right, great. Get drunk on AFL. First two words, vinyl records. <laughs> Your favourite. <laughs> Yeah. 